Welcome to Passive Investing School, where you'll learn how to get started on your journey for investing in multifamily apartments as a passive investor. You'll hear tips and case studies from actual real estate investors sharing their wisdom with you so you don't make the same mistakes they did and so you can be set up for success with your investments. Here's your host, Chris Tracy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. And I've got Jeff back on again because we're having so much fun talking about so much awesome stuff. I just want to keep this ball rolling. And we got a really hot topic that we're talking about today that as we wind down the end of the year here, uh, it's on a lot of people's minds as what's going on, you know, what's the crystal ball and what will the future hold. And as we start to progress into the new year, everybody wants to know what's going on with the market. What's the current state of affairs with the market? And uh, I would like to welcome back onto the show again, Jeff Greenberg, CEO of Synergetic Investment Group. That's the team that I'm associated with. And I will, uh, first off, thanks again, Jeff, for coming back. Love having you on the show. Well, thank you for having me, Chris. Yeah. So I, I, I wanted Jeff to come back onto this program and have him clear the air a little bit and give us his professional opinion on the current state of affairs uh, with what's going on with the market. You know, you'll, you'll see a lot of people now, they say, you'll, you'll see chatter on social media about kind of like, oh, what's going on with the market? Are we at the height of the market? You know, it's kind of like uh, the sky is falling kind of chicken little type of conversation. You know, there's a correction coming. Oh God, I can't get any deals. Nothing makes sense. Blah blah blah. So maybe we can just start it off uh, this way, Jeff. Uh, can you give us some of your wisdom and, and knowledge uh, regarding this conversation? Provide us uh, some insight. What, what do statements like that mean exactly? When, when when people are you know saying making comments like uh, about the market with respect to you know there's a correction coming and all of that. What what, what say you on the market for this upcoming year? Well, first of all, there is no the market. Um, every market, every market is different. Every uh, area is different, and the different markets, many many markets, uh, are on different cycles. So it's not like uh, you know the the stock market where there's you know a mark the whole market may be dropping. I mean, even when the stock market has issues, it's not every stock in the market is going down. So as far as there's many different markets and they all have their own reasons why they go up or down. Now, overall, we do have uh, somewhat of a national market that, that depends um, on several factors as far as uh, what's going on in the economy, uh, where we are with, with that, with national economy. But each individual market is going to have its own reasons why it goes up or down. Uh, if we talk about student housing, that's going to have its own cycles. If we're talking about senior housing, uh, its own cycles. Different states, different uh, different counties, different cities, all are gonna have different cycles. Now, with that said, um, most of your major markets have been doing very well for the last, what, 10 years? Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit less, maybe eight years. 
And any time the price of properties and the, uh, the, the markets continue to rise and continue to, to demand higher prices, we're always concerned that there's going to be some correction. And we don't know when that correction is. Nobody has a crystal ball. And, but we know that there will be a correction. We don't know how severe the correction is gonna be. We don't know uh, exactly what it's gonna entail, but we can assume that our, our rents will no longer be able to be increased at the same rate that we're increasing the rents. We may have to give concessions. We may have to lower rents. We may have to uh, do other things to try to get people into our property. And the main concern that we have as investors, as we're acquiring properties, we need to always look at the downside and look what the potential is for a market correction in whatever market we're in and wherever we are. Because as I said, things have been going well for a long time. The other thing we have to make sure that we're very careful about paying too much. Uh, we look at a, a property and say, hey, look, there's some good cash flow on it. You know, I can pay it at this value. But you also have to be able to look at the downside and say, okay, what happens if, if things change and things do go down? So we just have to be careful about overall general market. Um, some markets move in different cycles. And as long as we're aware of that and we have a good understanding of the market that we're in, uh, we'll, we'll be uh, much safer for, for ourselves and our investors. Thank you so much for explaining that, Jeff. You know, I think that'll be very educational, very helpful for people uh, that, uh, you know, are wondering what the heck is going on. And I know you said, you know, there's no such thing as the crystal ball or what have you. Um, so what, is it safe to say then, uh, leading into our next question here, um, you know, based on everything that you just said, you know, what would be the implications for investors then? So people that are looking to invest in multifamily properties, for example, you know, I mean, what does all of that mean for them? I guess maybe if you would agree with this, just thinking back off the top of my head now, back to what you were explaining, and it's funny how all of this circles back around to episode number one that you did when you first came onto the show about you said the importance of vetting a syndicator, you know, uh, what's the track track record of that person, what's their credibility, what's their experience, and I guess someone such as yourself that kind of really, you know, has been around the block for a while, kind of knows what they're doing, is sharp, and, you know, based on what you just said, I can't remember the exact words you used, but I think, oh, protecting against the downside, stuff like that, taking these different things into consideration, a more advanced and experienced syndicator such as yourself knows these kind of things. And, and I guess, is, is that it uh, at the end of the day, as far as what all of that means for potential investors is kind of um, safeguarding them with those things that you mentioned? Well, yes, that's the main thing is, is, is to understand that not everything's going to come up roses. Um, some people will look at deals and the, all the stars have to be aligned in order for them to make the kind of profit they're projecting. But also, if, if some of those uh, stars are out of alignment, 
that they not only may not um, get protect their projections, but if if the that particular market that they're in starts to realign and go down, they could be in in trouble as far as you know making their loan payments and uh, uh, taking care of the property. So you want to make sure that you do go and pressure test the property to or stress test it to make sure that if you know on on the downside if if the property is still going to be able to at least perform and at least pay the bills um, that's that's the worst part I, obviously we want to be able to give uh, uh, investors uh, their distributions but the the worst thing would be to lose a property because you're either losing occupancy or having to give concessions or uh, you're, you're, um, you're going to have to lower your rents. You just want to make sure there's enough leeway in there to protect yourself on that. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Okay, great. So I think the people at home watching this, I think they kind of uh, get the point uh, generally speaking, but let's, um, let's just kind of uh, summarize that. Jeff, give me uh, the top three ways that you as a syndicator um, safeguard investors. Well, first of all, um, the, the first thing you can do is you want to buy it right. You want to buy it um, a cash flowing property. Now, that's not always the case. You don't, I mean, it's a definitely a higher risk property if you're buying one that's not cash flowing. And, you know, we could, we could talk about one that we, we did, uh, that was very successful that was not cash flowing when we bought it. But typically you want to look at a property that's cash flowing, that does have some value adds to it where you can increase the value. And um, if things don't quite go the way that you would hope for, at least you're still cash flowing and you're still paying the bills. The other thing is, is making sure that you have uh, sufficient reserves, making sure that, if something happens where you need extra money that we that you do have the money available and that you are able to uh, uh, provide it to the property to help the property out and then the other thing is is on the debt on the debt side of it you want to make sure that you're not going to be uh, having to pay the loan uh, when it's very possibly going to be a bad time in the market so typically what you're going to want to do there is you're going to want to get um, 10 year debt um, rather than getting say a five year debt. You're going to pay more for it. But if in five years you decide to sell, that's fine. Um, but if, if you're not able to sell in five years, you can hold on for the 10 years and not have to worry about your, your debt being called. So those are the three, main areas that I would say uh, of caution. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, any final words of wisdom, Jeff, as, as we close out this episode? Now, the main words of wisdom is be aware of what's going on in the market. It's not all going to be rosy. We saw that during the Great Recession, that people that thought that real estate only goes up uh, that it never goes down were the ones that got in trouble. 
I knew a lot of young people that their entire lives, the uh, real estate market was going up and they had no reason to believe that it would ever go down. And there was a lot of older people, especially in the mortgage industry, that were on the greedy side and weren't concerned about the market going down. They were just collecting money um, with new mortgages. And we saw what happened to most of those people. So we do know that uh, real estate is cyclical. It does leave signs and you need to know what to look for as the market is turning in its cycle and to be aware of what to do with uh, at that point in the market, what to do now in the high end of the market and what to be able to do when the market is more on the low end. Right. Well, all right, Jeff. Um, I think that was fabulous. You know, I learned more in this past 20 minutes than I think that I've learned in, in, in most coaching programs. So um, again, I can't thank you enough for coming on to the show. I think the listeners and the people watching this video, I think that uh, they got a tremendous amount of value and it was definitely worth their time to tune into the show and check out and listen to Jeff and, and what some of the other guests have to say and insights uh, that they share. So thank you so much again, Jeff. Please be sure to go check out Jeff's website and I'll have his email address in the show notes. So uh, feel free to reach out to him for anything you'd like to know about what we've discussed uh, under the sun. You know, Jeff, obviously, as I'm sure you've learned by now is a, is a wealth of knowledge, you know, reach out to him, get to know him and um, yeah, do business with the man. So um, thank you one more time, Jeff. All right. Well, thank you, Chris. All right. And uh, hope to have you on the show again uh, as we discuss some other hot topic in multifamily and student housing investing. And until then, Chris Tracy signing off. And um, thanks for watching. Let us know what you think and uh, see you on the next episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to Passive Investing School. Be sure to check out PassiveInvestingSchool.com to help you with your journey of being a successful passive investor.